and welcome to Hang Out with the Maydays. It's the show where comedy group the Maydays like to hang out with their friends and have some fun. So on the show this week, we've got Ty Campbell, Joelle Hack, Liz Peters, Jenny Rowe, and me, Lloydie James Lloyd. Um, we're all indoors, not seeing people. Um, actually, we, even though we were allowed to now um, during uh, current UK lockdown regulations, we've opted not to see people and do the safe thing, which is record a podcast for you. Joelle, um, you are moving, which is something we were talking about uh, a little bit uh, in our last podcast, funnily enough. And um, is it right you're moving away from the family home to somewhere else at the moment? Yeah, to a, a room in a flat in Leighton, uh, just to um, try and uh, make a break for it. <laughs> so it uh, but yeah, to live a little closer to the action because uh, Southwood for, for all these charms is really boring. Uh, and not a lot of green space. And also Leighton is closer to my partner, so uh, more time there. Uh, yeah, there we go. It's a yeah, huge change, and it's happening across several tube journeys at once. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Are you excited about it? Uh, yeah, also apprehensive about how to make it work financially, but also, yeah, so both. <laughs> so. <laughs> is it a flat? Yeah, it's a flat, yeah. Cool. Uh, three flights of stairs to get there. <laughs> <laughs> but that was very much like my first house, though, so I, I developed massive calves as a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to clean a house that was up um, about five flights of stairs, and it was always a really nice house to clean, and people were really friendly and always had a long chat. But um, the first two or three flights, I was just like, yeah, this is fine, I got this. <laughs> and then the last, the last one, my calves would start burning. And I'd be like, oh, I'm so unfit. Did you learn to pace yourself? <laughs> no, it's just, it was that kind of like, I've got all the energy in the world, bound, 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 and then I uh, can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's making me think of, because um, obviously we haven't been to the Edinburgh Fringe for over a year now, and the, the houses in Edinburgh were always, the flats we had were always up so many flights of stairs that I would just be like solid-legged at the end of an Edinburgh run. <laughs> so, yeah, and I haven't had that for uh, a year, so I'm less solid-legged. <laughs> like, that always makes me laugh about the, because the, I always used to get a Tesco delivery on that first week in Edinburgh, and the the, the, the person delivering it would uh, would I'd be like, no, I'll come down and get it from you, and they'd be like, no, it's fine. I'll just I'm going <laughs> just sort of manage to pull a, a you know trolley up about three or four flights. <laughs> but Joel, like, is this the first time you're like moving away from your family home? Uh, apart from university, yeah. So I've done I've done a three year stint, as it were. But so who are you going to be living with? A uh, couple of couple of guys. Uh, they are. They happen to also be comedians, uh, which is handy. Yeah, uh, I think they're the first, of of all the viewings I've done. They're the first I got a really good vibe of the sort of interpersonal aspect. So decided to go for that as opposed to maybe some other places that were better equipped. When I first moved to um, London, when I, I lived there for around about. About, about the turn of the century um, <laughs> uh, and um, it, yeah somebody said uh, I'll put you up on in our on our sofa for um for, for a while and then you can sort yourself out but they didn't say how long <laughs> no I didn't really think about it at the time and after two months they were like uh, have you thought about I thought this was quite nice all right and I was I was I'm only five foot two but I was sleeping on a two 
a two seater sofa. So I never I either had my a, a cricked neck or a crit or like my feet in the air. But um, yeah, so I'm glad. I'm assuming you're going to have your own, your own room. Well, I'm six foot three, so. <laughs> <laughs> So you also have to sleep with your feet in the air, Joel. And uh... yeah, afraid so. Or on the diagonal. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny about heights because I don't think about heights now. We've been on Zoom for a year because generally you only see people from the shoulders up. Oh my god! I had a a person in a team I was coaching. Uh, it occurred to her to ask how tall everyone was because she hadn't seen. We hadn't seen. Uh, almost no one had seen each other in the real world. Uh, so, yeah, when heights were mentioned, there were gasps of surprise and, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> not a thing anymore. Yeah. There is someone that I had only ever known through Zoom um, and I assumed he was a really tall guy. I just got that sense of it from, from how we interacted. And he moved to Brighton, which is where I live. And so we did. Have, we had a socially distanced walk and I was so amazed at how much smaller he was than I thought he was going to be and he was amazed at how much taller I was than he thought mm-hmm. so we obviously have these uh, peculiar um, transmissions about our, our heights through through zoom well that should be to equal each other out we did we did we were much more at <laughs> eye level than um, I was expecting to be looking right up I think because I'll tell you why actually he always would position his um, laptop camera quite low down so it always looked like you were looking up at him when he was <laughs> on a call so I think I just um I just internalized that sense that like he's way taller than me I look up his nose all the time in real life I don't at all I can see him in the eye well, no, that could be like a list of like useless superpowers you're like that somebody might have a certain skill that is very rarely useful and like it could be you can just tell how tall someone is just by looking at a picture of him hi <laughs> <laughs> Is it wrong that I really want that superpower over so many others? I don't know why. <laughs> I just want to know how tall everyone is now. <laughs> Liz has been out and about, so you know she can tell you how tall a good number of people are, including several dogs, right? Oh, my God. Dogs, during lockdown and, and going on walks, dogs have been a, a delight, just seeing them gallivanting around without a care in the world. And I was in the park the other day. It was two dogs. Um, they they didn't know each other, I don't think. Um, <laughs> uh, but they were, it seemed to be on separate walks. And one of them was massive and one of them was tiny. And they, they didn't care at all. They were having the biggest rough and tumble I've ever seen. They were so happy. And the, the little one was just, he was squealing and his face was getting stretched in all directions. He was way too small to be handling this kind of uh, horse play or dog play or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> but they were, they were so happy. I reckon one of the little one could have probably fit inside the big one's mouth, to be honest. But um, it was an absolute delight to see how much they were just going for it and just like rolling all over each other. You know what? I want the small dog, big dog challenge. Like, can you fit a small dog in a, dog, a big dog's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> would you know whether it was a small dog or a big dog on zoom oh good point good question <laughs> the big dog looked like it was wearing socks as well it had uh, it was like light brown and it had um its front two legs were white up to the knees well not not knees dogs don't have knees do they? <laughs> do dogs have knees <laughs> i don't know <laughs> do dogs have knees <laughs> Do you want to ask Google or are you afraid of what it might say? <laughs> I'm a bit afraid. I think they have they have little ankle feet and then 
Uh, armpits. <laughs> Ankle, feet and armpits. Don't they have like a backward knee on their back legs? Isn't that still a knee? Yeah, it's backward knee, isn't it? Yeah, it's the equivalent do you, joint. Do you, want, do you want to know? Um, I kind of don't. I lose the mystery. <laughs> I, I I can keep the mystery in that case, um, but I do know whether dogs have knees or not. Okay. Um, so Like from your own, own knowledge? Uh, no, no, I've just done a Google. <laughs> uh, I'm always worried about Googling certain things because I don't want Google to think I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I'll go on like a secure search and then ask. <laughs> I so should have done that. <laughs> You'll never get Mensa adverts. <laughs> Oh no, Google thinks I'm both stupid and very, very ill. (laughs) (laughs) I've Googled so many symptoms. Oh no, really? Yeah, you should never do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Lordy, I need to know now if they have knees. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, they have the stiffle joint, which is a backwards knee. Yeah. Backwards knee, Ty Ty called it. It sounds like the skiffle joint. Is it stiffle? Stiffle or stifle? I think it's stiffle because there's only. I think there was only one F. I've I've closed the tab now. I was worried what Google was thinking about me. It actually reminds me of a Charlie Sheen movie with aliens in it, and the way to tell if someone was an alien was that their knee bent the other way around. <gasps> Ooh, mm. that's not the the one set in South Africa, is it? What's it called? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's. No, it might have been actually. Yeah, I saw when I was little, but I remember they had backwards knees, and I thought, ah, that's a bit different. Well, I'm not Googling the title of the film because I'm frightened of judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, um, uh, I know, Jen, you've also had some delight, or no, actually, sorry, some worry from animals, haven't you, today? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, it's not my, it's not my worry because I don't, I don't. Do this, do the thing anymore. But um, I used to um, go and check on sheep on the South Downs, and um, they're in their little paddocks and they're having a nice, having a nice time eating the grass and making the downs keep its natural habitat. And it's all sort of big ecological thing. Anyway, I go up and check on them. Check, check. They've got enough water, and um, they're very carefully managed. Only um, in the last two weeks, we've had. There's been two occasions where in the middle of the night, somehow, um, these sheep have apparently um, opened their own gate, uh, walked a considerable distance across a busy main road and Mm -hmm. um, found themselves in a different um, closed paddock. And the one today was everybody's just found them in a park in the middle of the city. (laughs) 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 It must be really frustrating for the park rangers because it's a good... I mean, it's a bit. It's dangerous, though. They would have had to have go go. They would have had to have gone across a couple of big roads, but we can only see, only think that maybe it's just like somebody's got so bored in lockdown. That's their new hobby. <laughs> Do you mean that? someone or the sheep themselves? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe the sheep got bored. Did the sheep get bored? Lloydy, Google a good it. Question. <laughs> no, I'm not Googling anything anymore. I'm really worried about judgment. <laughs> Do sheep get bored? Wait a second. Do Oh, what's that name of the book that was the uh, inspiration for um, Blade Runner? Oh, um, uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? That's it. Do Androids Dream of Bored Sheep? (laughs) (laughs) Do boring people dream of bored sheep? (laughs) (laughs) Ty, I believe you, um, you have found a more constructive way of passing your time than uh, transporting sheep from one place to another. 
anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, because, um, like, uh, so I'm a snowboard instructor, and I would do, like, about two to four weeks uh, a winter, and I'm just out in, like, the Alps teaching, but that's not happening this year. Um, so I've kind of found a new hobby that's kind of close, but we're probably less forgiving if I fell, which was uh, electric boarding. Or whenever I say e-boarding, people are like, I don't know what that is. And when I say electric boarding, they're like, I still don't know what that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's like it's a skateboard, but it's got like a, like it's electric. So you just have like a little remote and you control it that way. So it's on, is it on wheels? Yep. Yeah. And then, you, so it's not going downhill. And I can go anywhere. I can go uphill, downhill. Well, that's basically it. But so, the, the, your job is to not fall off, basically. Uh, I not hit a, people, a, really. Not, that's not, oh, right. Because um, so I live near Battersea Park, um, and it's this weird thing of like people on bikes, uh, and joggers seem to when they see it go straight for you as opposed <laughs> to go away, and it's the weirdest thing. Like, as soon as I see a, a cyclist, they immediately start to just aim for me, like unconsciously, and I also guess, I, I get chased by it. So I go. No, I was going to say, I guess that they're looking, because they, they, they're so transfixed by what is this electric order <laughs> that they can't take their eyes off you, and that's probably pulling them towards you like a magnet. Maybe, but I have to be so careful when I see, uh, like, yeah, a, a cyclist. Oh, and also I get chased by at least two dogs every time I go out. <laughs> is, there a, is there a speed that, uh, you know, because, like, with these e-scooter um, things, uh, yeah. that have, that have, that there's a kind of sort of, is is it allowed on the road or the pavement? With there probably is a rule, but I'm not sure what it is. Uh, is there because presumably you can go quite fast, can you on on e-boards? Yeah, I haven't got to top speed yet because there's um, there's always somebody like I'll catch up to. Um, but yeah, it, it does get very exciting when you like you do kick up the speed and you know you kind of yeah it gets close to that excitement of riding on a, a board in the snow. I feel you though, Ty. I I like to ski. I'm certainly not instructor level like you are, but mm. my goodness, missing the mountains this year. That's um, so I love going downhill mm. on white stuff. Riding on white stuff, not taking white stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it is. It's um, this is like the first time since I first went, which was back in two thousand and six. Was the first time I ever went uh, snowboarding. So this is the first time I'm, I'm I haven't gone. Mm. Wow. Uh, and I'm definitely missing it, uh, especially because when it starts to get cold, my brain doesn't think, "Oh, it's cold, it's winter." My brain thinks, "Cool, I'm gonna go like snowboarding soon." Yeah, yeah. I still feel the pang of like the, 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 the desire for the big open mountain because it's, it's something so special about being up on one, isn't it? And the air is different and it's a sense of freedom and oh, uh, the wind in your hair. Oh, can I ever go on your, on your skateboard, e-board? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's lots of fun. It really is. And like, because you can just control the speed, you don't really have to do anything other than maintain balance and avoid people and dogs. <laughs> there's a guy there's a guy down on uh, brighton seafront i think who's had one for a, for a, a couple of years and he just cruises he just goes up and down and he's got um he's got a stereo yeah. <laughs> literally just cruises up and down on it um so i didn't i didn't really occur to me uh until he said that you could you know that it was a like a a sport thing where you could go really fast and um it just looks it looked a bit boring but now i know you can go fast i'm like cool that, that sounds really exciting oh yeah i think that was <laughs> this one time i went past a bunch of skateboarders because um because people 
think it's quite cool. So when you go past, like, oh, look at that guy. Look at that. And I'll watch him go. Or maybe not so much the last <laughs> one, but... Um, <laughs> but I went past some, like, skateboards. And, like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Can I go any faster? But, like, I kind of heard him ask his friend not, like, say it to me. Just because I'm trying to be careful of other people. And I was like, oh, I became very conscious. Like, okay, I guess I'm going slow. I could go a bit faster. But then there was a bike in front of me. Are you wearing uh, protective gear when you ride your e-board? No, no, I kidding. I have a helmet. Uh, I, that, that's that's it. I don't have any like knee or um, elbow pads. So if I fall over, I just try not to land on my <laughs> knees or elbows. <laughs> try for the head. This part is protected. Protect your precious bonds. Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm scared just thinking about it because I'm the world's clumsiest man and I think I'd have to wrap myself in bubble wrap. Um, oh, my God, Lloyd, the thought of you on an, on an e-board wrapped in bubble wrap going faster than possible, faster than humans go, makes me really happy and I'd like to do that when we come out of lockdown. It sounds like a jackass prank. I'd like to see that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish I'd said nothing. <laughs> okay. Well, before we finish up, we're going to play a short little game um, that is, uh, well, it may or may not work because I think I've only ever played this in real life and not over a online platform where I can't see anybody else. But we're going to play a press conference game. Um, Joel is going to be holding a press conference. The rest of us, we're all members of the press corps and we're asking Joel a question. The thing is, Joel doesn't know who he is um, or why they're having to hold a press conference. And from clues that we will give him, he will hopefully guess. So everyone who's listening uh, knows who Joel is and what he is supposed to have done. I am going to secretly whisper it to the listening audience now. Joel is unaware that he's giving a press conference as Doctor Who because he's been involved in a sex scandal with his assistant. Uh, hello. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Um, thank you so much for coming. Uh, I understand you have a whole lot of questions about this recent development, mm. and uh, I am very, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pleased to have this opportunity to uh, inform you better and set the record straight. Um, uh, hello, this is uh, Mrs. Mm. Setwick from What Tool Magazine. Um, I was just uh, wondering um, what setting you had the uh, screwdriver on. <laughs> oh, uh, well, uh, Lefty Lucy, of course. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that sounds about right, Lefty Lucy. I'm surprised that she was on there with you, that kind of girl, honestly. Well, you know, the, it, it was a surprise to me as well, but very proud to have been been there to do it. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, uh, next question, please. Uh, well, for, for firstly, I'd like to know if, if you're if you're proud of yourself for, for sullying it all in this manner. I mean, we're quite appalled at your behaviour. I, I think that sullying is sort of a strong word. And uh, I say I, I say I would say, yes, I am proud. And I think that we should more of us should be proud uh, because this is not a, a thing over which uh, we should have the stigma that society places over uh uh, over my recent activity so um yes i would say i would be proud and i would uh, ask society to reconsider our general position i uh, considered you to be a family man one for the family but uh, as you were well uh you know i contain multitudes uh, next question 
so we heard reports that the room was much bigger inside than it appeared outside. Uh, now, is this true? And if so, how? Well, uh, that would be the marvels and miracles of interior design, my friend. Uh, you know, I I am a, a prolific IKEA window shopper, and I just uh, <laughs> thought they had uh, really just incredible solutions for small space living. And so I I, I bought a big order from them and uh, help, and that's and that combined with sort of white walls and a general Scandinavian aesthetic helps to make create the illusion of a larger inside than out. I see. So it wasn't just like a, an old-fashioned, just like any old-fashioned um, police-styled um, phone booth. Oh, no. You know, you, you know how property prices in London are ridiculous nowadays. You have to make do with what you have, really. I have a, a question, please. Um, given, yes, absolutely. Given the way that this has fallen out and, and come into the public eye in this way, do would you be thinking of travelling back in time to to change what you've done here, seeing as you have that option? Uh, yeah, I do have that option, uh, although the consequences and ramifications of such an activity, I always advise against it, especially to anyone I bring with me, uh, to mess with uh, the order of events. Uh, we don't know whether... Uh, something we do in the past will basically annihilate our existence in the future. Uh, so I, I think that, and, and more, more to the more sort of broader philosophical point, I think it's important to stand by our mistakes, whether it's our individual mistakes or uh, the mistakes that human beings have made across history to make the best of them having done them. Well, uh, you certainly, certainly did mess with the, someone you brought with you, didn't you? Hmm. What, uh, mm. Well, you know, it was all in uh, good fun and consensual. So, you know. <laughs> um, in which case, I'm going to have to push as to who you are and what you did. I'm pretty sure I'm the doctor. And <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I have uh, been engaged in certain activities with my assistant. Is that what I'm thinking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well done. Oh, very, very good. Thanks um, to you guys, yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> Given my, some of my first clues to go off were mentions of a screwdriver. I was sort of <laughs> going, how bad is this? <laughs> oh, that's for a different specialist podcast, definitely. Um, Can we record that one? Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, send, I'll send you a calendar invite. Um, that was wonderful. Before the next episode, of this podcast however you can check out a bunch of things that everyone on today's show is doing ty uh where can we find you what what are you up to ah man busy times uh, i think if you want to find out a lot of stuff i'll be doing uh i'd say check out uh do the right scene uh we're a double pass improv group you can find us on all the socials if you type in do the right scene and yeah you'll be able to find out uh what's going on well how about you oh yeah so i teach improv for the nursery theater uh so that's the nursery theater.com and a thing i've got coming up soon is a one-off course on improvising studio ghibli stories so yeah stories in the style of that uh, amazing japanese anime studio uh, and hayao miyazaki is director so we'll be looking at uh, some of the techniques and themes around which those uh, movies take place and how we could use them in improv to create these really charming stories. That's what that's what that is. 
Uh, it's on the 21st of April, I believe, a Wednesday evening. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this Peters. Uh, I also teach for the nursery and the Maydays and I will be around there teaching things, <laughs> improv things. Um, I also coach women on public speaking and I have a book out there called Own It, How to Boss Your Fears, Free Your Voice and Inspire the Room, which is available on uh, in paperback and in audiobook. So you can check that out. You can find it at lizpeters.com and you can find me on the socials at Improv Liz. Jen. Oh, uh, I have, I also teach <laughs> through the Maydays and the nursery. Um, and I have a course coming up on the 22nd of April for four weeks called Story Starters. Um, that's writing fiction from the improv that we do. Uh, and that's um, on Thursday afternoons on the 22nd of April. Awesome. Thank you. Um, and me? Well, um, I'm Lloydy James Lloyd. I host the Improv Chronicle podcast. It's what the world of improv sounds like. Uh, and you can hear it when you go to improvchronicle.com. Um, but that's it from the Maydays for this particular episode. You can follow the Maydays on social media using the handle at Maydays Improv for improv classes, shows and conversation. And for anything else, go to themaydays.co.uk. Remember to like, share and follow this podcast for more. And until then... Uh, thanks for listening, and let's hang out again soon. Yeah.